Postpartum is an extremely difficult season to navigate. I think that we all know that. And while I don't claim to have all the answers, I have learned through experience a few things that have really helped me make the most out of the postpartum season and better yet, actually really learn to love this season of life. So today I'm giving you four things that will help you thrive, not just survive uh, in postpartum. So let's dive in. Hey mama, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy-Filled Podcast. I'm here to help stay-at-home moms thrive by equipping you with tools to help you acknowledge and embrace your season and encourage you to bring joy back into your motherhood. You'll walk away with everything you need to truly experience the fullness of joy in this beautiful season of raising babies at home. So reheat or refill wherever you're at in your day, (laughs) your coffee, and let's live joy-filled together. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. If it's your first time listening, welcome to our community, to our family. <laughs> um, I, wherever this finds you, I hope that your coffee is hot. I hope that your kids nap long <laughs> and um, I hope that you're having just an awesome day or evening or wherever you are. Uh Today, I wanted to talk about how to make the most out of postpartum because I know for so many of us, this is a very, postpartum is a very, very hard, very trying season of life that's undeniable. It's just a fact. I mean, whether it's your first time or your fifth time, each experience with postpartum has its own unique challenges and It doesn't get easier, but every time is so different. And for me, my first, uh, with my postpartum with my first was extremely difficult. I had an extremely difficult labor and delivery. Well, labor was great. I had an extremely difficult delivery um, and post-delivery, which caused kind of a ripple effect of just trial after trial went in postpartum. And I uh, battled postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety and postpartum anger, the trifecta, if you will. <laughs> and I just, looking back, I I can't say that, you know, there are things that would have prevented, you know, struggling with those things, but there are definitely some things that I've learned that really just help me keep my mental health in check and take care of myself and really thrive as much as I can in the postpartum season. Uh, Right now as I'm recording this, um, my third baby is almost three months old, so I am nearing the end of the quote-unquote fourth trimester season, the first three months after having a baby. Uh, And so this is just really fresh on my mind right now, and so I, I just wanted to share with you a few things that have really helped me really enjoy and thrive uh, in the postpartum season. So number one is creating daily rhythms that serve you and your family well in this season. I can't 
say what that would be for you, but just even if it's just one or two things, creating a daily rhythm and not, you know, not a to-do list, not, you know, a super rigid schedule because postpartum is so unpredictable. Having a newborn is so unpredictable. And especially if you have other kids, two older kids, it's just, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. But I will say creating a daily rhythm really helps you and your family to kind of just feel like yourself and feel like, I say normal very lightly, but feel normal as much as you can. So a few a few examples, some things that I have done in this season is I committed to a rhythm of doing, trying to, I don't <laughs> always succeed at this, but trying to do one load of laundry a day. Uh, I created a, a weekly cleaning rotation for myself to, instead of letting the cleaning and the chores pile up, uh, I try, again, try to just clean one thing a day. If I can just clean one thing a day, then I can stay on top of things. Another thing is, if it's possible for you, handing over a few of the housekeeping tasks to your spouse for a season. Right now, my husband is the main dishwasher in our family, and he is, it's kind of his responsibility to keep the, you know, to make sure the sink is clean at the end of the day and load the dishwasher. And it's a small thing, but it really just helps take a load off of me. And I, I want you to know that yes, you are the mom. Yes, you are the main homemaker, housekeeper. That's your, probably, if you're listening to this, that's probably your main role. But it's also okay to hand over a few tasks to your spouse because that's a lot for you to shoulder, especially when you're trying to heal physically and take care of yourself mentally and emotionally and you're running on little sleep. It's a lot for you to shoulder and that's a big burden for you to bear. So hand over, if you can, hand over a few of the tasks to your spouse. Uh, it might, things might feel hard to keep up on, but keeping your normal routines as much as you can will help you keep from feeling like you're drowning. So that's why I recommend create some daily rhythms and commit to them and stick to them that serve you and your family in this season of postpartum and having a newborn. The next thing I recommend is commit to one thing for you every day. You know, I see a lot of people when they talk about having a newborn, they talk about postpartum and they say things like a shower isn't self-care. That should be that's bare minimum. Those are just life essentials. But when you have a newborn, like, let's be real. A shower is self-care. Ten minutes to yourself could be the thing you need to keep on keeping on for the rest of the day. So I would highly recommend If you want to thrive, commit to one thing for you every day. That could be doing your skincare routine, actually doing a full skincare routine before you go to bed. Uh, Because if you're like me, it's easy to just fall into bed at the end of the day. And sometimes I (laughs) truthfully will go days without actually like doing it any skincare but just splashing water on my face because I'm not wearing makeup and then I don't wash my face at night (laughs) but committing to that really I love my skincare routine so I know that doing that 
helps me feel like myself. Other things could be a shower. Maybe it's committing to your Bible reading. Maybe it's just committing to blocking out 30 minutes alone without thinking about anyone else and without thinking about the house, but just 30 minutes to read a book or mindlessly scroll or whatever it is you enjoy. Um, Another thing could be committing to a hobby you enjoy. Maybe you really enjoy making sourdough. Maybe you love making elderberry syrup. Maybe you, I don't know why these are the things that are popping into my head right now, but committing to one thing for you every day will help you feel like yourself in a season where nothing feels the same as it used to. And I know it doesn't have to be, you know, a ton of time, but just even if it's just 10 minutes, committing to one thing that's just for you you, you will notice a difference when you begin to do that. The next thing that I would say really helps, helps you thrive in postpartum is to limit your time on social media. If there is one thing that can kill your joy and cause a spiral of anxiety and depression and comparison, it's social media, it's Instagram. And this is a vulnerable time. It's a vulnerable season. I mean, Physically, your body's changing, your life looks different, everything looks different. And then you get on and you get on Instagram, you log in, and not only are you being bombarded with what the right way, quote unquote, right way to care for your baby is, because there's an expert for everything these days. There's a sleep expert, there's a feeding expert, there's breastfeeding, formula feeding, co-sleeping, sleep training, you know, you name it, there's an expert and telling you what you should be doing. And while those can be great resources, they can also be a huge source of anxiety because you feel like, I should be doing this, I should be doing this, I should be doing this. And it's just, it's too much. And not only do you have that, you've also got the comparison and the insecurity from watching what feels like everyone else thrive while you feel like you are silently dying inside. So limiting your time on social media may be the biggest act of self-care that you can do in this season of your life. And for some of you, maybe it's not even a struggle and you don't really, you know, that it's not, not that big of a deal. But if you're anything like me, which I feel like you probably are, (laughs) you fall into the insecurity and the comparison trap super easily. And speaking from experience, limit, limit your time. Maybe even go off of social media. Take a little social media break after you bring your baby home. After you make the announcement, take a couple weeks off and just enjoy your baby and just enjoy your newborn. Um, Let your body heal. Take care of yourself. But if you are going to still be on Instagram, I would say set a time limit on your phone so that you can track how much time you're spending on the app. The last thing uh, that really is this is the biggest, if you take anything away from this episode, hear this. If you want to thrive and you want to make the most out of postpartum and you want to enjoy the season and not just, you know, get through it, but really enjoy it, renew your mind with truth from scripture. In last week's episode, I gave you five scriptures to meditate on. I will link that in the show notes, but I will say, renew your mind with truth from scripture. The postpartum season is so taxing. And especially in the beginning, it's likely you're not picking up your Bible as often as you'd like to. You're not really spending that like one-on-one time with God that you feel like you need and you do need. 
Uh, But you can still pick out a few scriptures to meditate on as you go about your days to keep your eyes fixed on truthfully the only one who will sustain you. Because God is not limited to, you know, a 30-minute devotional time in the morning. The Holy Spirit is available to you. The Holy Spirit is ever-present. He's our ever-present help um, in time of trouble. And if there is ever a time for us to need, for you to need ever-present help, it's having a newborn. It's post the postpartum season. And so pick out some scriptures, pick out your favorites, ones that really just encourage you and speak to your soul and refresh you and memorize them and meditate on them. That's one of the things that I, one of my favorite ways to just really connect with God. I feel like I am closer with God during this season because I, I really learned what it feels like to fully rely on God because he is the only one who sustains me. And, and that the same goes for you. He's the only one who sustains you. So renew your mind with truth, renew your mind with his word. Uh, and remember that this really is just a season and it goes by so quick. So just enjoy it as much as you can. And these things will help you enjoy it. If you commit to these four things, I, I can tell you from my own lived experience that you will enjoy postpartum more and you will uh, really be able to make the most out of it. It's still hard as all get out, um, but if you create some daily rhythms and commit to something for yourself every day and limit your time on social media and repeatedly renew your mind with truth from scripture, you will have a joyful and enjoyable postpartum. So I want to pray over you real quick before we go. Lord, I thank you for my sister. I pray that wherever she's at, um, I pray that she would have a sound mind, a clear mind. I pray for her uh, mental health, that you would just sustain her. um, That as she, whether she is pregnant or newly postpartum or, you know, out of the season, but still feeling like she's overwhelmed and feeling like she's drowning, I pray that you would give her a joy that's unexplainable, uh, that you would just refresh her soul, that you would um, meet her where she is and encourage her, that you would speak scripture to her mind that she can meditate on and memorize. Um, and I pray that you would bless her as she works, that she would know that, you know, you see everything, that, that the work that she's doing does not go unseen, but you see it all. Uh, I pray that her hands would be blessed, her home would be blessed, her children would be blessed, and I pray joy over her life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you found value in today's episode, the best way to thank me is by going to Apple Podcasts and leaving a written review. This helps me stay encouraged, but it also pushes this podcast out to more mamas that desperately need to hear about the joy and purpose that is readily available to them. So thank you in advance for being a part of this community and helping me get this message out to as many people as possible. You mean so much to me and I can't wait to chat with you next week.